Welcome to the New Yorker's May 22, 2006 issue. There are seven articles this week. The comment is from Dorothy Wickenden, and it's on energy policy in the U.S. Then on the financial page, James Sirwicky explains the truth about hedge funds. Our third article is by Peter Boyer, and it looks at how Sony Pictures Entertainment has gone to unique lengths to market the Da Vinci Code to Christians. In Shouts and Murmurs, Andy Borowitz guesses at some of Hitler's favorite punchlines. Then Malcolm Gladwell profiles Caesar Milan, who's making a name for himself as the Dog Whisperer on TV. In books, Tad Friend reviews Bill Carter's new book about the competition among television networks. And finally, in the current cinema, David Denby reviews Wolfgang Peterson's remake of The Poseidon Adventure and the new French film Russian Dolls. We begin, though, with this week's comment, Fuel Duel, by Dorothy Wickenden. Last week was another unhappy one for President Bush. His popularity ratings dropped again. News of chaos and civil war flowed unabated out of Iraq. The appointment of the former head of the NSA as the director of the CIA was jeopardized by further reports of domestic wiretapping and gasoline prices continued to cause distress from coast to coast. And it got worse. The president found his administration being compared, by his own ostensible supporters, to that of a certain Georgia peanut farmer whose presidency became a byword for haplessness. It is no accident, the National Review wrote, of a panicky Republican scheme to hand out $100 rebates to angry drivers, that the proposal closely mirrors a Jimmy Carter-proposed rebate to try to boost the economy, a pathetic initiative from a pathetic administration. The tone of the article echoed that of the Fox News commentator Tony Snow, who, before being recruited as the new White House press secretary, complained that Bush's energy plans were filled with stuff that even Jimmy Carter abandoned. The current energy crisis is not yet as spectacular as the one that bedeviled Carter. The economy is not in recession, and there are no gun-wielding protesters enraged by long gas lines. What's more, because the Bush family has for years had close ties to the House of Saud, despite its financial support of Wahhabi clerics who preach jihad, relations with at least one major oil producer are more civil than they were then. A few weeks ago, His Excellency Ali al-Naimi, the Saudi petroleum minister, participated in an energy forum in Washington and sounded much like any platitudinous American statesman. We are at the crossroads on the path to our energy future, he said, and must avoid repeating the costly mistakes of the past. He even made a joke about conserving energy by turning down the air conditioning in the building. It's freezing. One th